we are back on the Free Range Tales. With me, as always, my homie, Adrian Lozano. How are we doing, Jason? Doing great, man. Doing really good. Where are we? Well, I, before we get to that, I got a little story to kind of lead bl- up to where we you are. You blindfolded me on I the know, way man, here. I, know, I don't I know, know where I didn't want to let you know where we are. So, you know, we started this podcast to kind of tell our, our stories about our, our outdoor pursuits and, you know, hunting, fishing, just doing anything outdoors. And, and when you do that, you get to meet a lot of cool people. And there's a lot of people that help you along the way. And so if you haven't listened to episode 31, which we did a couple weeks ago, you should go listen to it. Shame on you for not listening. To it. <laughs> and in that, we, we recapped a story where we went on archery hunt out in Arizona. And in that, Adrian, right before the trip, had a little boo-boo. He broke rule number one of archery and uh, dry fired his bow. Why do you have to bring up and- old stuff? <laughs> it's so old by now, Jay. And he was he was he was in an emergency, and luckily he had some friends that took care of him right before the trip. They went above and beyond and showed some customer service. And so, as kind of a shout out to them, we wanted to come down to the shop. We're here at Riverside Archery. We've got Ian and Kaylee with us today. So thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yep. And, and I just so, want to say that, well, that Adrian's been a great customer of ours for a long time. So it's, see, so I, I told you they have to call me a friend in order for a friendship to work. I just call them my friends. Okay, it's great customer it's meeting. Comes and spends lots of money in here. Or what? Ian called me a up. customer, not a friend. What are you gonna do? <laughs> no, but I, I, I've seen people walk into the store with that same look that you had. So we know right away as soon as they knew. As soon as you walked in, you're gonna get hooked. They but, freaking. Well, no, that I blew up my bow. Oh, that that look. <laughs> that look. That yeah, was the look. That look. Not, yeah. not back to the first time that I walked yeah, in he, here. But. He called me and told me what happened, and I was laughing hysterically. And, you know, it was like literally two days before the trip, before we were supposed to leave. And so we were all excited. We'd been planning and, and getting everything ready. And yeah. uh, he blew his bow up, and he told me what you guys did to, to make yeah. it happen. They and, came uh, through. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty fortunate. Um, Bowtech did a great job. Phenomenal you know, job. Like next day airing it out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was telling him it's almost like a blessing in disguise because you got to go up in poundage as well. Yeah. So <laughs> ordered some new limbs, which I was going to do after our, our hunting trip. I didn't want to change too much stuff on the bow, but I knew I could handle the extra weight. Oh, yeah. It wasn't going to change much on my uh, shot. So I said, well, let's just get the heavier limbs. I, I thank you guys because it's testament to like what you guys do here in the shop. And so. You know, we're here at the shop today, which is super cool. So thank you guys for having us. First things first. Oh, yeah. I wanted to do this. I wanted to be the first one. (laughs) Cheers, cheers, cheers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for coming. Cheers, cheers, cheers. So I guess. Oh, that's good. Maybe. What are you guys drinking over there? What do you guys have? Um, I actually saw a Firestone IPA that I I haven't tried. And uh, I actually forgot the name of it. Yeah, I was just trying to. screw this thing but uh it's cool to be in the shop today and like you know like you said adrian's been coming here for a while i've kind of i came in here with him a while back mm-hmm. and, uh, hopnosis hopnosis ipa perfect. yeah i haven't seen this one before so <laughs> it's actually it's pretty good. good i like it nice. what are you sipping on jay i got some ranch water ranch water Heck you yeah. and kaylee got some ranch water <laughs> yeah, i got some ranch water we're taking it easy though. that's right starting off, starting off light. seltzer starting off light. seltzer life but uh, it's it's cool to be in the shop, and I know Adrian's been coming here for a while, and I know like kind of why don't you guys give us kind of like your background with the shop, and okay. we'll start we'll start with you, Ian. I know you've been here for a while. Oh so. yeah, I've been here quite almost about a decade now, actually. Wow. Um, so one of my best friends, Travis, he owns the shop. His parents started this this place over it's like forty years ago. Um, this location over thirty. Uh, his parents are getting ready to retire, so we figured there was the established clientele, the the shop, the inventory. You know, so we, you know, brought a little bit of youth into it and felt like it paid itself off pretty quick. You know, since been, we've been running strong since. Awesome. You know, we kind of monopolized the area. You know, we're kind of grandfathered in. 
So there's not a lot of other shops around. So I always tell people that you're stuck with us, but hopefully that's not a bad thing, you know? <laughs> no, I mean, it obviously it shows in kind of the way you guys approach it and the way you guys take care of your, your customers that are coming in here. And I mean, it's kind of cool. Like we talk about that all the time. I mean, there's not a lot of bow shops kind of mm -hmm. like even, you know, 50 mile radius, hundred mile radius. There's not a lot around kind of inland empire area. Exactly. Which is kind of nice too, because of the way you can, uh, have so many different companies bows mm -hmm. on the walls because there's a proximity mm -hmm. type no compete or what whatever what yeah these these vendors these companies they won't they want to protect their their mom and pop shops that help them build up so they you're right they won't open up another shop for x amount of miles um you know which is good it's just good camaraderie right you know it's, it's right. a good policy to have i think for sure for sure and there's a lot a lot of companies out there so it's kind of cool mm -hmm. you guys get to represent all of them kaylee how about yourself how did you get uh, started with the shop here uh, I was actually stolen from Bass Pro yeah. Shops by wonderful <laughs> Ian here. So I, yeah. Oh my God. yeah, I started working there right after high school at 18. And, um, I had always wanted to work here, but I remember asking a while back and they were like, have you worked at a bow shop before? And I was like, no. <laughs> and so they were like, maybe you should get some experience first. And, uh, I remember I came in here to buy my Bowtech BTX and, um, Ian was like, hey, where are you working right now? I was like, oh, Bass Pro. And he was like, oh, you should come work here instead. And I was like, yeah, sounds like a good idea. Well, it's, <laughs> so it's... I've been here for about five years now, and uh, these guys are like my brothers. Yeah, so. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, start, it actually started a little bit before that because I was telling her, her dad would come in, and yeah, I would I, I kept right. on putting the seat in his head. Hey, man, get Kaylee in here. Wow. You know, so it's, I mean, there's definitely an advantage to having a female touch in the store, especially once yeah. there's a bunch of, Dumb especially for the around. cleaning aspect <laughs> <laughs> we were we were cleaner after she showed up so well, it's kind of fun Come, coming into bow shops it's it's interesting because there's a lot of good people that are coming in there kind of like like-minded people mm -hmm. coming in and even tonight like we're coming in there's people shooting right now and like it's really fun because it's like a place where people come ha hang out and i'm sure there's some people that just kind of linger around like oh, yeah. all day oh, yeah. sometimes <laughs> and just like post it up and hang in talking story and just like yeah, we call them fixtures like yeah. lamp <laughs> fixtures <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool so how about archery i mean archery in itself is something that has gotten bigger and bigger and like how what are your guys's origins in archery and like how long have you been shooting oh, um well, yeah i mean 10 years ago I, I knew nothing when i started so that's how you started just I st yeah I sink or swim you know wow. so so i jumped in um you know i learned something new every day you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i'm the expert at everything you know so it's it's yeah, like I said, you learn something new every single day, and I'm sure. And already listening to you guys, I've I've learned some some cool stuff already. It's uh, yeah. I mean, we're super new. Like I, I mean, I got my bow maybe 15, 16 months ago, and kind of like dove in headfirst, like mm -hmm. you said, and just started to like really experience it. And my journey was, I wanted to to bow hunt. That was kind of my strictly just wanted to get into bow hunting, and like that felt like a cool thing for me to do. I was like, I want to learn how to do that, and then as a byproduct got into archery which was its own can of worms that i yeah. had no idea but yeah. to be a good bow hunter you have to be a good archer right and archery yeah. is kind of like the premise and of that because i started shooting every day i was like well if i'm gonna go out and try to take an animal's life like i'm gonna do it mercifully and i'm gonna do it like as well as i can and so i committed it was shooting all the time and then in that process you start to learn so much more i got set up with a bow set up with some arrows and just started shooting and now i'm like looking at different features oh, yeah. of the bow and it just is this whole thing that is super super deep and super techy it's it's pretty interesting you've turned into an archer yeah but yeah you're, you're right it's it's a whole nother can of worms you know once you get into one thing you realize that there's three other things that you don't know uh and it, it just it never ends you know there's always something else out there to learn and there's other opinions out there too so uh, i think i was telling you earlier that you got to take what what we say with a grain of salt because something's going to work for you and not necessarily the other person. 
you know, so it's 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 good to be a tinker, just like we were talking about. I would say like just coming in here all the times that I do and I'll bring up some questions and you guys are really good at like asking me questions back, mm. which is you instead of just oh yeah, this is what you want. You're more like, well, what are you going to be doing with this site or what, like, what's your goal? Like, mm -hmm. and so by you guys asking me questions, it, it hones in what actually needs to be done or changed or, you know, thought about, um, a little bit more deeply. So that's pretty cool. Like, you know, you're not just pushing products like, Hey, come buy this, come buy that. It's you're figuring out what the person actually needs. And, uh, I don't know that, that really helps me out. Well, I appreciate you saying that because it's something that you're right. That's what we have to do. You know, to do our job correctly, we got to find out what you need to do, what you what you need, what you don't need. And there's a lot of things that lead up to your final setup that's going to help you decide. There's plenty of ways to do the same thing differently. You know, so it's it's all about figuring out what you need. Right. And like here at the shop, I mean, you guys have the gamut from compound bows to long bows to traditional bows. You guys have kind of everything here. And they even I'm have sure a couple you... crossbows on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, even like right now, like maybe we can talk about this a little bit. Like there's literally like classes going on right now. Yeah, we have we have range. our Joad team out there. Um, it's our Friday night Joad. So Joad stands for Junior Olympic Archery Development. Oh, cool. Um, and I, I guess the best way to explain it, it's kind of like karate. You know, you work your way up through a belt system. They're doing something very similar. It's, it's a pin system. Um, and Tom Batnich is our, our Judd coach, great coach. Um, he's been with us for almost as long as I have. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's good to see the kids get into it. And as if you, if you notice, there's a bunch of adults out there too. Yeah. So the parents get <laughs> yeah. jealous. And now we have an adult Joe ad. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's super fun. I mean, they got they tired of shoot uh, together. They like got tired of sitting like, back and watching right, their right. kids. I would. I'd be like, hey, move over. I'm shooting now. Too. Like, <laughs> part of our master plan. You get the parents jealous. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. Yep. Keep coming back. I mean, I think like just being super new to archery, I think I've seen the sport of archery or the activity of archery. I don't know if you want to call it sport or not, but I've seen it grow tremendously over the last year. Have you guys noticed that in the, the shop and like selling bows and seeing people come in on a more regular basis lately? Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd say an unreal amount of, of growth. You know, I mean, Joe Rogan, obviously, he's got right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of one of the main <laughs> ones huge. talking about it and doing but his it, things. From my perspective, it stemmed from like Hunger Games. You know, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's when, that. that's when things that. started getting bigger and bigger. Then he had Brave, then he had Hawkeye, then he had The oh, Walking wow. Dead. Yeah. You know, so just the media in general has kind of become, made it more, more palatable, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's been growing, growing crazy and I don't see it stopping either. For, for me, sure. for me, it started when uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <laughs> nice. Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Costner. I went outside and made my own bow. My, un my uncle helped me out with some wax string. It was awesome. the arrow straight up in the air. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of the fun part is like, you know, like, you know, sometimes I go down a very hunting specific route and that's kind of the way I look at it. But then there's so many other avenues to it. Mm -hmm. And like people just it's it's a super fun activity. That's what I was saying earlier, like. I enjoy the act of just going out and shooting my bow. It's super relaxing to me. Like I like tinkering to make it better and better and better. And I think it's good therapy. Yeah, no, it oh, really yeah. is. It really is. You get a lot of guys that have like a hard work week and this will be like their punching bag at the end of the night, you know, <laughs> sure. kind of turn your mind off a little bit and, and let some, let, let it rip, you know? Yeah. And so people can come in and shoot like you guys offer, mm -hmm. like just they can come in and shoot on your range here and do their thing. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's $10 an hour. Uh, first come first serve. Uh, as long as we're open for the most part, the range is open. If you've never shot before, you do need to take a lesson with us first. Um, we're getting a little bit more strict about that. We've had a couple, couple liability things out there. So, <laughs> so we don't yeah, need to like, talk about it. 
couple of arrows through the <laughs> ceiling. That's super important. You know, like back in the day, Adrian was working at like the climbing gym, right? And yeah. you'd go yeah. in there and there would just be people willy nilly climbing out there being super sketchy. And you're like, you can get hurt, right? Like there's like, exactly. it's, it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, we had lessons like... there to, to, for your first time. <laughs> and then once you show competency belaying someone, it's like, okay, yeah. you guys, good luck. Mm-hmm. Now well, you sign the waiver. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> on that point, I think it was a few years ago, Adrian picked up a bow and I had never yeah. seen one. I was always interested. We came in here. And I think you guys kind of like, I think I rented a bow to shoot like for like an okay. hour and like just was like super scared, you know, like it was like intimidating, <laughs> you know, like I was mm. intimidated about just the whole scene and like, there's just so much, and you yeah. gotta draw the bow back and there's so much like technique to it. And I'm sure you guys see that all the time. When, yeah. Oh, 99 yeah. times out of a hundred, we see that same thing where someone comes in and they're real intimidated. They don't know what to expect. They're nervous because we're all watching them. But half a dozen arrows later, you can see their confidence just kind of right. build. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, it's, it happens real quick. And so you guys also offer private lessons. So if if this is something that, you know, you want to do and you can kind of hone in your skills a little bit more. I haven't taken one. <laughs> I, Maybe you should. I probably <laughs> should. I probably should. Um, but yeah, I ha- uh, you know, it would probably... I, I pick on Adrian like, every time he's here, too, every so time. he gets little mini lessons. But see, <laughs> that's the thing, too. It's like, hey, Ian, uh, can you help me out with this? And then he was like, yeah, dude, do this different. And then it starts working. So it's almost like maybe I don't have to pay for one if you just hang out here. <laughs> <laughs> I see where your head's at. <laughs> just kidding. I need to get in here. Oh, I can see that. I mean, I shoot by myself 99% of the times, right? And I think, like, I could probably pick up some bad habits really quick without even knowing it. And then I just like am being super inaccurate or I'm just doing something wrong. And so there's so much technique and little things that go I've, I've noticed that with a lot of people on YouTube, uh, like good established hunters and archers and whatnot. And they they then get a lesson later on. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're like, wow, I had no idea how much better that feels. Or, you know, I was doing this wrong the whole time and stuff. So I think it, it, it's never too late to get a, a, a lesson. And uh, I think you would learn a lot. So. I, I definitely want to get uh, a lesson soon. I, I would agree. I mean, just like I was telling you earlier, I haven't shot my bow in a while. Right. In the past couple of days, these guys have been picking on me a little bit. You know, so it's, I mean, <laughs> to this day, you take a lesson, you're going to get something out of it. You can't watch yourself. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What 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 do you guys think, you know, just to give advice of someone who's like a little bit on the fence about archery and like what what kind of, what did they, what are they so apprehensive about from trying it? and why they don't have to worry and like come on in well i mean that's just it don't worry about it come I, think, <laughs> I, mean, I think everybody's kind of worried because uh, they still see it as a weapon too and you know the biggest thing is like it's so unknown still it's it's growing but it's still so unknown that you have no idea what to expect and so you pick up this thing and it's a piece of wood with some string on it and then you look at it and you're like now what do i do right you know what i mean it's not something you see all the time so it's something that you can't just pick up on your own and i think people realize that once they step in here because they think oh yeah i'm gonna be fine and then all of a sudden the first five minutes of the lesson they're like oh no (laughs) okay maybe i don't know what i'm doing interesting so i think that's the biggest thing i think you know that's how i started out my dad brought home a bow literally when i was like 12 and he was like you're gonna shoot this i was like what I'm going to shoot a bow. And he was like, yeah, just try it out. And I had no idea That's what I was cool. doing. But here I am like 12, 13 years later. So yeah, you've been shooting longer than me now. Huh? Yeah. Well, to go along the same lines, uh, like just just the term dry fire. Yeah. Right? So you you take a bow home to your buddies. They, they've never shot before. What they see in the movies is they see someone pull a bow back and mm-hmm. they see him shoot it. So the very first thing they're going to want to do is dry fire your bow. So one of the <laughs> biggest things we tell people is don't let your friends 
touch it. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. happened to me. Rule so. number one of yeah. archery. <laughs> no yeah. dry firing. Yeah, yeah so. whenever someone asks me, like, hey, can I shoot that? I'm like, it's not your draw length. Like, it's it's all they don't set get up. It. It's all set up for me. It's, like, perfect for me, and I'm not going to change it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a tech. I can't do any of that anyway. But, yeah, it's – but, like, a recurve, I mean – that's way different from a compound. Oh yeah, you know your traditional recurve. That one, you people, like you said, they see it in the movies. You know, mm-hmm. you want to like just pull it back and like, oh, I could do this. And is that bad for a recurve? Not a, a dry yes, fire. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not as bad as a compound. You dry fire a compound one time, you will almost guaranteed blow it up. Yeah. Now a, a lightweight recurve bow, you're going to be perfectly fine. It's going to be loud. Everybody will look right at you, so it's kind of embarrassing. Oh okay. You probably will be okay. Um, uh. But with that being said, it's like, just go to a pro shop to, to get your first experience. You know, people want to go to Sportsman's Warehouse or Bass Pro Shop because they don't know better that it's like it's like a golf shop. You know, you, yeah. you want golf clubs, you got to get get tuned. And you, you don't know? know who's picked up those bows and tried mm-hmm. fired them. Correct. Just, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Go to a pro shop. It's like, whether it's here or somewhere else, of course it should be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> but just go to, go to a pro shop. I don't think yeah. people realize how much science and math goes into all this stuff. Uh-huh. You know, you have... The, the reason you can't dry fire a bow is because of all of that energy. You know, you pull it back and then it's redistributed into the arrow. So if it doesn't go into the arrow, it's going to do the same thing to the bow. So you pull back a 10 pound bow. It's not a lot of energy. You pull back a 70 pound bow. That's a lot of energy. So just things like that or arrows. Uh, so many people have so many mistakes they make with arrows. And, you know, there's a spine and stuff like that. So we'd rather you come to somebody who knows what they're doing. So you at least can be safe. Right. So. Right. Yeah, I think that's a that's a big deal behind it is kind of the safety part of it. And also yeah. just like there's a there's so much like technical aspects to mm-hmm. it that you wouldn't know from the outside looking in. And like that's why it's kind of cool. Like you said, like you're still like you've been 10 years deep and oh, you're yeah. still learning, you know, and I, I feel that way, too. Like you're just going to keep keep learning. And there's just like then there's a new bow that comes out. Exactly. Like, oh, that's yeah. kind of shiny. Yeah. I want that. Like and that's the thing too. the industry. Like there's so much tech that comes out and like they're it's evolving quickly. And I'm amazed every are, every year. It's mm-hmm. like how can they get better? But that's they, what I was saying <laughs> two years ago. I'm like, how mm-hmm. can it get better than this? And they they are. It's weird. Well, yeah. at this at this point, they've kind of capped out on how like efficient they can be with our current standards. You can't make them any faster with with the numbers that we need. You know. Right. right. Um, so now it's about making it feel more comfortable, quieter, um, more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, for instance, let's back up a little bit. If you have a real fast bow, generally it's going to be uh, more critical to form. So if you mess up, it's going to translate worse. So now they're kind of working on making that stuff a little bit easier for the and aggressive out, out uh, of the gate, right? Exactly. I mean, it, it kind of wants to jump out of your hands, um, or you know, you're creepy. You're, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've all gotten so good nowadays. You can't. You could flip a coin. You can't that's, go wrong. That's true. Yeah, I think that like that ability to be more forgiving, especially with kind of new archers, mm-hmm. is a big deal. Because like, right, like you want to accuracy keeps you kind of like hooked. If you're just duffing shots all over the place and not being accurate. Like you're probably going to get pretty frustrated and be yeah, like, more what's fun going on when, here, you know? More but, fun when you hit what you're aiming at, you know? Yeah, so it's, yeah. But that's like working with the pro shop, right? Like if you're kind of going like, hey, I want to be a target archer or I want to bow hunt or I want to do 3D exactly. shoots or whatever. Like it, it's very specific to each individual aspect of it. And uh, there's, yeah, there's a lot of variables, <laughs> a lot of stuff and, out there. I think that one thing we were talking about too, and Adrian and I kind of expressed a lot of interest is doing like a 3D shoot and going to like, a, I don't want to say like a competition per se, but like doing like a tournament. Yeah, not to like, be competitive, but just to like challenge ourselves that, in, like, in terrain that we're going to be in while we hunt. Or that yeah. like added pressure of other people around that, watching exactly. you as like you're shooting. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, like you're trying to bow hunt. There's, there's pressure there because right. you're doing something, but 
to be at like a 3D shoot or something. So you guys have never friends. done a 3D, either one of you? No, no. That's like that's on our radar for this year. There is one this Sunday. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing for Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aranko Bowman over in uh, Chino, they're having the rendezvous. Um, that's, I mean, that's a lot. Those things are a blast. Uh, you know, so it's generally the way that it works is that you got like 42 targets stationed out, and it's a shotgun start. So you have a few hundred shooters. Everybody will start at the same time, and kind of move around. Um, but you're, it's it's cool too because you get unmarked yardage, so you have to guess how far it is. So it kind of levels the playing field. You know, people that can shoot well and people that can guess yardage well. well. So it's just, huh? Just yeah, it's uh, makes it more realistic for what you're used to. Oh, I'm not good at that. I just missed a deer <laughs> trying to do that. I yeah, I heard air right over the back. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, that makes it like fun because that's like a, another thing of it too, another aspect yeah. of it too. Mm -hmm. It's just like 20 yards is one thing, but like 48 yards is, exactly. is something different, you know, like it's, uh, that's, that's fun. That's cool. Like, and that, do you guys like sponsor those events or promote them? Or um, that... You know, like, well, we work closely with the club. So like there's raffles and stuff like that. We like to, we like to help them out. Um, we do sponsor the uh, carp tournament up in Big Bear every year. So oh, that's wow. that's a fun one. Bow fishing, that's another thing you guys should get into. <laughs> that, oh my god. I've seen some cool videos. <laughs> and I, I'd be the crazy one to be doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah, my brother sent me a picture not too long ago of uh, uh an arrow on a with three fish on his line. Oh my So we god. shot three carp in one shot. Oh my god. Yeah. So when they're spawning, they're just boiling on top of the water. It's literally shooting fish like in a barrel, you know. So it's that's a blast. Do you guys sell those bows here? Because I've seen the attachment that you can like put on there, but it'll go on any bow. You know, if the, if the bow the is threaded for, for a site, you can put a uh, bow fishing setup on it. That's so funny. And carp are invasive species, so that's kind of mm -hmm. like, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the pest, lake loves it. management, yeah. whatever you want to say. Exactly. That's so, crazy. That's funny. Car do, carp, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, do people shoot, like, the same poundage that they do on their compounds? Or do they, do you, like, go down? Or does it have to, like... See, I shoot. Because it's, it's super close. You're like... <laughs> yeah, but if you, you're at the shore. If it's deeper, you got to go in a little bit faster, oh, too. Okay. So, you know, a lot of guys will shoot a lighter poundage and they'll snap shoot. I like to shoot full 70 pounds that way I can I can penetrate the water a little bit more. Hmm. Um, the other thing too that's that was real tricky for me when I first started uh, bow fishing was the water refraction. So you stick right. a pencil in a, in a thing of water, right. it, it's going to look like a bend. So you got to aim much lower than you than you initially think. So that's a, that's a whole learning curve just in itself. I've seen some videos on that, and it's like they make it seem easy, but yeah. I'm sure it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's archery. <laughs> That's funny. Now, a few years back, I was up in the Eastern Sierras and uh, was fishing at this spot, and there was some big trout, and I was just throwing everything in my tackle box and like just trying to like get them to bite, and they wouldn't even do it. Shoot it. And some guy comes walking <laughs> around the corner, and sure enough, he's got a little really? he's got a compound bow with you know oh bow gosh. fishing set up, and I was like, this guy. Now I get it. Now I know what's so, I'm missing out. Technically, that's illegal. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm blowing that guy up. I don't know who it was. Uh, yeah, carp, I, carp, catfish, and tilapia. Uh, oh, that's Cal all you can do. At least in California, that's all you can. You can freshwater shoot. You know, in the ocean, you can shoot almost anything, yeah, except like a great white, you know, or a dolphin. So you learn something or new every seal. day, man. Or that guy People get upset when you shoot seals. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've done it. <laughs> well, that's, that's again, that's another great point. There's so many avenues to archery, right? Like, mm -hmm. there's so many different ways, and like you can find your niche, right? Like, I've been going out to an outdoor range out in Pasadena, and there's so many different people that are out there right there's a couple guys that are compound myself included a couple guys that are trad bow a couple like more like these olympic style mm -hmm. bows and like it's kind of cool how many little avenues and niches you can really find your niche within that if you're kind of interested well, in and, and on top of that a lot of times people will end up expanding oh, their, yeah. their horizons and they end up getting a little bit of everything you know so i mean you, you stick with it long enough you're going to get jealous of that guy shooting a trad bow you're going to try it with him so you know just again, yeah how uh, many of archery. us have satori's now <laughs> yeah most of the shop 
Yeah, it's uh, it's good fun, man. Good wholesome fun. I think it's good for the whole family. You know, so you guys shoot both types of bows, the traditional and the compound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. You think that translates to make you shoot better one? Oh way or the heck other? Yeah. yeah! Really? There, well, there can be differing opinions there. Like if you're if you're like training seriously for for Olympic recurve, right? And then you want to shoot your compound a little bit. Sometimes if you don't do it correctly, you can start transferring habit the wrong habits. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. apples and oranges. It's hard to compare the two. Because right, anchor right. points are different, and mm-hmm. sighting, obviously, and whatnot. Now, is there a uh, is there a different events for like because um, I know with like Olympics, you got recurve, and then you have like the compound, right? And there's no compounds in the Olympics. Oh, it's not. No. Mm-mm. No. It's strictly just re- Olympic it's recurve. Just recurve? Mm-hmm. So then, all the other people that are shooting like those long compound bows—that's just like a competition of something else. Like, yeah, yeah, not yeah. not the Olympics, and I actually don't think they'll probably ever add it. Really? No. Yeah, I don't know. It's a silly rule. I think they should have it. That's in there, weird. But, yeah, but I don't know. It's it's just one of those things. But there's plenty of other avenues for for compound shooters. Like this past weekend, um, uh, there was the Vegas shoot. Fifteen-year-old kid won fifty thousand dollars. So it's yeah. I mean, it, and that was Something, a compound shoot. Yeah, that well, that they have different classes, so you're not okay. competing against the same. You're competing against someone who has the same sex, the same age, the same type of equipment. Gotcha. So. And the same thing for 3D shoots. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Wow. I mean, why won't they do that in the Olympics? They have curling. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, curling's pretty old school. There's not a lot of tech in curling, right? Like maybe those brooms are pretty technical. What I'm saying I is, know. I mean, I think people would want to see some. More yeah, and more I bow. Shooting. I don't know what the whole reason is, but I think it has something to do with uh, just just the roots, you know, not not the fact that there's so many elements to a compound bow and how you can yeah. make them, I don't know, more accurate for yourself with sights and all these other things that come in. Yeah, I mean, it's different different levels of difficulty, you know, like, for instance, at 20 yards here with the recurve, if you can hit a pie plate, you're generally doing pretty good. Right. You know, but with a compound, you want to hit the size of a quarter every time. You know, so it's it's just it's just different. Oh, I have a long way to go then. <laughs> <laughs> quarter? Uh, like a a pie, quarter? Pie plate good. <laughs> a quarter? Yeah. Yeah, that's why they have those three spot targets. Is just so because the guys, those guys, the best ones out there, they'll yeah. shoot their arrow every single time. And, and when you X. when you're spending thirty bucks an arrow for some of these things, it's like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, it's true. I started doing that. I started. As I progressed, I started kind of doing the Robin Hood thing and uh-huh. just like, you know, that was like, well, there's 30 bucks. First you know, one's like, cool. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, why would I do that? Like, in the already, I was shooting through fletching sometimes mm-hmm. or knocking, yeah. knocking my knocks, you know, literally and mm-hmm. that stuff. So. so you've got, a, have you gotten all of your, like your own arrow um, building equipment? No, that's kind of, that's funny. That's I'm dancing on that now. Like I've had that idea of like changing my fletch. Oh, you, you my, need it. Yeah. You, you it's need like, to do it. And so just it's like kind it. of fun. And like, I, I'm at that point. That's where like the progression has, has taken me where I'm at that point. But I'm like, I, that's where I'm like kind of nervous, you know, like I want, like, I would have to come in here and be like, okay, I bought all this crap. Like show me how to do it so that you could coach me through the process. YouTube. Right? Well, it's fairly simple. Um, you know, you just got to get the equipment. The thing is, is like a jig itself is a hundred bucks. So you got to build enough arrows to make it worth it worth it yeah you know i'll sure. make him build me my arrows too then yeah, it'll, make, it'll be worth it after <laughs> the team effort right? he's gonna sabotage him for you <laughs> yeah because that's like the thing and i, I don't want to go down like super technical because there's probably only like a handful of people that are actually listening that are like super technical <laughs> but like that's the interesting part is like looking at like fletching and i'm i'm at the point where i'm like okay like how is this affecting because i started shooting like a fixed fixed blade broadhead mm-hmm. and it was pulling right and i'm like why is it pulling right but then you're changing 
the way that the aerodynamics. The, yeah, like the aerodynamics mm-hmm. of it, because you're basically putting something on the front now that used to be a field point that was super aerodynamic. Exactly. And now you basically put a wing on the front, and it changes the flight of the arrow. And, and, so, it's a, and that you're, that's a whole other can of worms too. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. And that's where I was kind of like, oh, maybe I'll shoot this like expandable, and it like mm. shoots very similar to my field points, and I'm good. Like, and I'll just do that. So, it's it's super. That's what I love that there's so many techniques yeah. and things. That Something you can for everybody. Have, and I'm like just scratching the surface. Just scratching the surface. <laughs> I mean, a couple of uh, last year, I never would have thought that I'd be thinking about needing or wanting different arrows. But, you know, talking with you, Jay, about like, oh, well, you know, ha- we haven't even shot a deer yet, but we we're already thinking about <laughs> elk. And we're like, man, like, let's go on an elk hunt. And yeah, that's going to be fun one day. But you got to have goals, man. You got to have goals. <laughs> and uh, I have goals. I you have know, goals. I'm the same boat as you. I haven't shot a deer yet either. I've, I, Actually, my coos deer story is very similar to both of yours, um, but I, you know, elk is right, right there on my mind as well. And so, just doing some thoughts about elk and stuff, I'm like, man, I want to make sure my arrow is right for that animal because I don't want to hurt it. I want it to be as much of a penetrating shot as possible and whatnot to have a good ethical kill. But you know, that that kind of stuff comes up. So it, you know, now I'm like thinking, well maybe I should change my arrow weight and FOC and do all this other stuff that will m- make and build a better arrow for that goal of a bigger animal. But yeah, maybe I should, there's, there's I should different... get a deer first. You, that's I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> well, let's, uh, I'm definitely my, dry on my beer. Yeah, beer's empty. So let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll drive into like each of your individual bow journeys and okay. kind of some of the ambitions you guys have and we'll kind of talk about ours because we love talking about ourselves. there's nothing more <laughs> embarrassing than our story so you guys feel free to share we'll, we'll grab a quick drink and we'll be right that back good. all right the beers are full i'm gonna crack that thing open oh, you crack them <laughs> There's only three. That what happened? I'm sorry. I gotta catch up. I'll catch up. <laughs> sorry. I had to give you a hard time. Sorry. 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 You're good. So uh, we were kind of starting to kind of leave off on like personal journeys of archery and stuff, and kind of I'm curious to talk to you guys because you guys are in the pro shop every day. I'm the guy that comes in here and tries to buy stuff and talk, yeah. pick your brain. And you guys are in it, so you know you kind of touched a little bit. Like you kind of started when you were young. Your dad brought a bow home, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up in Lytle Creek, California, so all I did was run around in the woods as a kid. I mean, I've done all of it. I've done fly fishing, canoeing, kayaking, bow, rifle, all of it. But uh, I think archery was the one that stuck because of how technical it is, and I like to be technical. So I mean, there's just so many rabbit holes I can go down. But uh, yeah, my dad started me off when I was young, and I started off on a compound, went to recur for a little bit, realized how hard it was left that, went through high school, you know, did water polo and stuff. And then after high school, I was like, you know, I kind of want to get back into it. So I uh, worked at Bass Pro for a little bit. And honestly, I mean, I still had a good time there that, you know, is you met your husband there. there. Yes, I did. I'm I'm getting married in two months and I met my future husband there. So I came out of it. Yeah, he's he's great. He's a little stinker and came by today and brought me some lunch. But uh, yeah, so um And then like Ian was telling you, I mean, I came over here and that's really what I wanted all along. I wanted the the full experience where I could really learn. But uh, they actually dragged me to my first 3D shoot and I won. And it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, but they were like, just try to guess the yardage and you'll figure it out. And then they called my name up and I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to do it again. (laughs) But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I've been shooting for a long time, and of course, you know, life gets at you, and you forget about it sometimes, but I love that you can always just kind of come back to that as a therapy a little bit, and, uh, you know, just being here with these guys, I've learned so much, and honestly, they're, like I said, like family, and uh, they they definitely put me through it sometimes, yeah. and they can critique me, but... <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she, she deals with the bunches pretty well. That's how but you, it's like, okay, I give it back. That's how you get better, though, you know, oh, having yeah. kind of people around you to kind of push you, because it's friendly competition, Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. You guys aren't, like, being mean-spirited about no, it, but not just kind of pushing all. you to kind of, like, hey... Well, no, I'm <laughs> no every, everybody's here to help for sure. Um, and, and, and not just the, the shop mentality, but the archery community in general. You know, if you, you go any other to any other shop, they're going to want to help you. They're going to want to put a lot. Sorry, we're trying to do a little <laughs> selfie photo, but it's not working. But yeah, it's, it's a good, good, wholesome community. Um, you know, I couldn't be prouder to be part of it, you know. That's awesome. I, I think it's kind of fun, too. And I, we talked about it a little bit off air. It was kind of like the female perspective. Yeah, I can say it's kind of a little. I, I hate saying it, but it's a little like male dominated. You know, oh yeah, it like is machismo kind of floating around. <laughs> but like, I like it because like you know, both Anna and Amy, like our wives, are into it and like it and kind of enjoy the process. And it's fun to see them in it, and it's cool to hear like another female's perspective and kind of like enjoying yeah. the process. Because I've never been to a tournament. I don't know. I've I've seen other female archers. I know it's really big, and I've seen it in different facets. But it's super cool to kind of. Yeah, I mean, I think we we can definitely show the guys up sometimes too because oh, we have students, we have sure. the focus, we have you know all of that, and honestly, sometimes it's just really great to be here and help you know some little girl that walks in or some woman who's not really comfortable in this area, and I can kind of take the lead on it. And honestly, I mean, I think not even just being a woman, but just having people from different backgrounds and stuff in here that can kind of teach each other things, but. uh no, I, I definitely like being the bro girl in the shop. I mean, it's, it's fun. She always, she always calls herself the mean one. You know, people ask for discounts and she's like, you don't want to ask nope, me. Nope. Yeah, go to Ian. Go to Ian. But uh, no, I think I think I've found my place here. And I think um, I've definitely found some confidence along the way, too, and learned how to mm -hmm. teach people and learned how to learn. Learned how to learn. Mm -hmm. So true. Learned how to learn. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a good thing because, like, there's a lot of people that don't know how to, don't want to learn, right? Mm -hmm. You just don't listen and you're just stubborn and, like, don't want to take direction. And, like, and I'm sure you guys deal with that. And, you know, you're kind of like, all right, well, whatever, dude, like, do you? Like, exactly. that's the way it's going to go. I mean, if, if I had to pick a pet peeve about being here in the shop, though, uh, you know, when somebody calls and I'm like, welcome to Riverside Archery. This is Kaylee. And they'll be like, hi, can I speak to one of the techs? And I'm like, <laughs> you're right, I'm, I'm a tech. <laughs> can I help you? And they're like, oh, well, is he in there? <laughs> Sometimes I'll answer Riverside Archery. This is Kaylee. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, there's still a little bit of a stigma about women working in shops like this. I mean, it's like you go to an auto body shop and you got a chicken there. They're like, what? You Do you know what a carburetor is? And, you know, you, all this other. You know that every time I call now and it's you that answers, I'm going to be like, hey, can you put a man on the phone? <laughs> I have gotten that before. <laughs> Gosh, the worst story I'm gonna do ever. that now to you. Cause, our, our just because I know how much you love it. <laughs> our joke is you just got to respond. Are you assuming my gender? You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it's cool. Like in any outdoor activities, I think it's rad. I love having the girls out there. They like you know we were on a hunting trip and both Amy and Anna were out there with us, and it just changes the dynamic, and it's super fun to do that. And you know, Amy's come on plenty of diving trips with us, spear fishing, and it's like super fun to have that push in different like vibe but just yeah make it fun and yeah. I, I, don't know, I enjoy it it's cool i'll have to talk to you guys about spearfish too because that sounds like a blast oh i, I want to shoot do myself it a tuna. so bad 
go swimming with it's it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool, a, man. That's a whole nother level. And it's funny uh, because we went backwards, I think. Like we kind of went water to land. Yeah. Going like land to water. Yeah. But uh, it's very similar. Super, super similar. Hunting techniques are very much the same. Mm. And that's a fun, fun activity. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, every just like every deer you hunt differently or every land animal you hunt differently mm -hmm. and stalk differently. Uh, it's going to be the same thing underwater. You just, you have to hunt. Every species has a certain tendency and whatnot. And so what, like, what would I need to get started? Uh, you just, just, need to, just, uh, okay. So you just need to come, to this, uh, come over into my garage. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll figure it out. You got extra. Yeah, that everything. one's another like super technical thing. Right? I bet. Where it just kind of go, you go down the rabbit hole. And it's like, like the, you know, like, the biggest thing, if you wanted to get out there is get yourself a wetsuit. Mm -hmm. and uh someone has extra fins someone has an extra mask yeah get yourself a snorkel a mask and a wetsuit the rest is gonna be Just like jump in yeah yeah i was laughing because a mask has to fit your face a wetsuit mm. has to fit you and a snorkel was in someone else's mouth yeah so, nice you know <laughs> <laughs> And I, I'm sure everyone's kind of seen Meat Eater, you know, which uh -huh. is pretty popular. And they just did an episode spearfishing. I think they did two episodes spearfishing yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, dude, don't blow it up, dude. Like, what are you guys doing? Right. Man? Like, yeah. this is not fun. And, but it is like you need kind of and a you, mentor. You need someone to kind of show you. How you to hear it. Steve not very easy talking about like, I, I've been missing out. Like, this is what I've been should have <laughs> been doing. And I'm sitting there watching it like, bro. You're freaking kidding me. You've had some epic hunting adventures. Yeah, like, we want to trade those spots. I'll and... trade you any day. No kidding. I'll give you my tuna. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a fun one. But yeah, I mean, I think that, the, again, like we're super pumped and enthusiastic about archery. Like we're because we're very new and I think it's fun to talk to people that are in it all the time. And I mean, you guys are both, you know, a decade in at least. And yeah, so. yeah, and and I was telling Adrian this earlier is that we are in it so much that sometimes we we forget how freaking cool it is. You're right. Yeah. You know. Right. So, like me personally, I've only been on one one deer hunt, and it was a coos deer hunt, southern southern Arizona, just like you guys. And I had a very similar experience to where worked real hard, had a an unbelievable time, but it was it it was an unsuccessful trip. I like to call it an unsuccessful successful trip. Right. You know, because you got to learn a lot, but. But it's uh, it's just good to get out there. And and after listening to your to your podcast, the past few podcasts, it's reignited a little bit of my 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 drive. You know, and you shoot everybody else's bow all day long. You don't want to shoot yours sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's I don't know. I feel like I feel like my mentality is changing a little bit. And I'm grateful to you guys. You know, it's it's really cool. No, I appreciate that. That's cool to hear. Definitely you know, like, that's the thing it. is like we're just super enthusiastic mm -hmm. and like we're learning. So it's kind of like we're on that like steep edge of the learning curve right and yeah. kind of like just ramping up and, and learning it so it's like fun for us to go down that rabbit Absolutely. hole and and learn and you know there's some other people like like we just talked about the meat eater right that person's done it for their whole life and i'm sure there's a lot of people in the hunt industry or you know whatever industry they've been doing it forever and they kind of like bypass like that like learning curve and mm -hmm. you know we're kind of just taking it on ourselves and trying to figure yeah, it out I kinda, so it's kind of i know exactly what you're talking about with that because you're like here all the time like when i was working at the rock climbing gym i was you know the manager there and you're there all the time you mm -hmm. know over 40 hours a week and you know i didn't want to climb i mean i i climbed so much there and that that it at one point i was like no, I just want to go home and lay down. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to climb. So, you know, I yeah. did that same thing where people are like, you know, oh, when's the last time you've been out? And I'm, ah, months and then turned into a year and then. <laughs> all right. And then once I left there, then it's like, OK, yeah, I wanted to go climb. It was different. Mm -hmm. it, but to like stay where you guys are in th at the shop all day long, you know, five days a week, four days a week, whatever you guys work. 
I mean, that's tough to stay motivated to, to pick up your bow and then shoot. I mean, you're helping everyone getting so dialed in. And then all of a sudden you have to bring that energy now when you just spent your energy on everyone else. That's tough. Yeah, you that's, nailed it on the head. That's yeah. really, really tough to do. And honestly, the just the big thing about hunting is you just have to force yourself to get out there because you know it's going to be so much work. You're going to have to walk around so much. You have to plan so much. And then finally you get out there and there's nothing that feels better than you see something out there and right. the hair just stands up on you mm -hmm. and you just get really still and you're like, this is it. You know what I mean? And whether you're successful or not, that's an amazing feeling. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people like that don't go down the path of hunting like don't understand that like primal feeling of just mm -hmm. excitement and it's like something that just takes over you it's same thing like i say about fishing if you get a bite like that tug is the drug mm -hmm. and it like really like you're kind of it's like super primal as soon as it mm -hmm. happens like oh wow and like somebody that hasn't fished before and you give them a rod and they get a bite and they're like oh what was that like and it just super i'm gonna super feed exciting. my family i don't yeah, know yeah. How <laughs> <to> do. <laughs> you know that's what it's about but and then they just let go of the rod and they're like well, i didn't know i was supposed to hold it <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah, we actually, it's kind of a funny story. We took my sister-in-law fishing for the first time. She's from Wisconsin. And so we took her out deep sea fishing and went on a tuna trip and we got into some yellowfin tuna. And I think Adrian was standing right next yeah, to her. Yeah, right and next like, to her. You know, like one of the deckhands, like totally knew she was green and didn't know what she was doing and was like, all right, like you ready? Like, and like put a bait. Good not green, bait. not green that she was sick in the face, but just like, you know, new, like <laughs> new, <laughs> brand new. green so horn. He, he picked up a good fresh bait for her casted it out right where the, the, the tuna were and just like instantly bit and just kind of handed her the rod. He's like, here you go. Even know, like, Set your bar really high. She didn't know what to do. And it was like the funniest thing. And Adrian was standing right next to her. Her eyes like, were so big and she was like, oh, and she was holding it wrong. I'm like, oh, just put your left hand on top. And then, <laughs> oh, no. Like she was holding it underneath the reel. And I'm like, put your, put your hand on top of the reel and then you're going to crank and crank and then pull back and then crank down and pull. And it was like, she talk about getting thrown into it. Oh, man. I bet. I mean, yeah. That's a pissed off little, little sea missile right there. The tuna. <laughs> and it's fun. Just as fun for you guys to see that as oh, well. And we oh, get the same man. experience here when we see someone shoot their first arrow. Oh yeah. Those eyes you were talking about, we see that all the time and it's, it never gets old. You know, so it's, it's always a good time, but it was like that when I shot that new release last time, ah, that's <laughs> right. my eyes, I was like, what the hell our, job, our job's easy. We just put stuff in your hand. Exactly. You I forgot. I, I got to show you that release. Jay. Yeah, I'll it, it is I'll check it out. wild. But yeah, I mean, even Ian was like, um, yeah, let's see it. Let's, I've never seen anyone shoot it. <laughs> try it, out, give it, try it. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. That I've never seen funny. anything like it, but anyways, we're digressing. Yeah. Well, no, but that's the, the fun part. Again, like I keep going back to the fun part. There's so many nuances yeah. and so many things you can try that yeah. are just new and fun and exciting and like just change it up. Right? And like, it was exciting to shoot that. <laughs> so what happened to your, uh, let's go to your coup story. Uh, I want to know. Okay. You said it was um, similar. Yeah. So we went, we went to Southern Arizona. It was a 10 day trip. I went with Travis uh, and Wally, you know, the, the old owner of the shop and the current owner. Um, so I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, hanging on their coattails a little bit, kind of following their lead. Fortunately, they had a good spot that they had they had already used in the past. They had all the gear, so they had quads and stuff like that, which we'll get what, to in a minute. What city? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what unit? Yeah, that one place. <laughs> what unit? <laughs> <the> mountain. <laughs> but it, you know, it's uh, you know, the deer. There was a, one particular deer. It was a pretty pretty darn big coos deer. Uh, we called it a split. It had a big split ear. Oh dang. Um, and by the end of the trip, I, I literally had a walking trail going to these deer because I was going to the same spot, the same time, the same three deer every morning. You know, supposedly they, these things, they live and die within a couple miles of, of where they're born, you know, so they have kind of a routine. Um, 
you know, so I was getting, I was getting close and you know, being able to take shots, but I was always getting, you know, blown by a deer. Uh, tr one time Travis stepped on a fawn trying to get to this thing. <laughs> so he, I, oh my God. yeah, so he's walking and he goes, Ian, I just stepped on a fawn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so the, he, now he starts watching his feet and then there's a rattlesnake two feet, oh two feet later. So it was a good thing. He stepped on the fawn. Who knows what, oh my God, what happened. But, but regardless, it was like, it was impressive what these deer could do. You yeah. Know, how, how, how in tune they were. Right. You know, I mean, I would have no idea that I was within 120 yards, you know, but they sniff you out real quick, you know, but it's, uh, I ended up taking, taking a shot. Um, I missed to the left, come to find out that on the quad right over important lesson, tighten down your stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, no. <laughs> we talked about that. We talked about so, that. Yeah. I mean, it took me a while to figure out, but my, my arrow rest had slid over on the oh. quad right over, you know, just bouncing around like that most valuable lesson I could ever learn. Like I said, unsuccessful, successful trip. Right. You know, so it was a perfect how, shot. How but, far of a shot were you? Like, uh, it was like, it was like 70, 72. Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah. That's a far one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I, I had full confidence though, too. So it's, so I, when it happened, I was like, what did I do wrong? Oh, but you know, the moment that I was able to put everything back to where it was, it was, I should have, I should have just been more careful and tightened my stuff down, <laughs> but lesson. Yeah. Moral of the story. So when you took that, oh, so before that trip, you were uh, practicing past 70 at that point. Oh yeah. You felt yeah. super confident. Yeah. To my take bubble, a shot at my, the bubble on my site was like 105. So I would practice with, I would practice with just the bubble, you know, it's, it's, it's like, and then when you step back to like 30, 40 yards, it feels real easy. Shot. Exactly. Exactly. How do you see through your bubble? Well, at the, the very top of your bubble. Rest of oh. You're pretending like it's the target. <laughs> the target. Yeah. I wish I would have known that trick. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Everybody test your bubble. See what you're at. <laughs> Cause I can get like max 65 yards, you know, cause mm -hmm. of my draw length and draw weight. So yeah, it's an extra pin that you, that nobody knows about, you know, but I would never really recommend taking a shot that far. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, I had a pretty good clear window to yeah. shoot it from. Um, I was nice and relaxed. It, like, again, it felt like a great shot. It was just took me by surprise. Well, and a lot of hunters would, would not take that shot on a coos deer because they're so aware mm -hmm. that they will hear that shot and then move and then you maybe have a bad shot yeah so he on he, the deer. he did jump a little he jumped my string just a little bit yeah um but it was it wasn't until like like it was the arrow's almost already there but you know in, in hindsight i'm glad i didn't hit it just yeah, like yeah, you guys yeah, said yeah. you know it's a very yeah. again a very similar story that's funny yeah it, that that trip has it's kind of woken us up and i enjoy it i've gone on other hunting trips and every time i love that process there's so much that goes into like the planning like you were talking about like it starts almost like the day we come back. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like this is the lessons learned, right? Mm -hmm. I kind of make note of those and I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. And then I start to go, like, I start to scout the area again, kind of like put a plan together or I look at the next trip that maybe in September I can go on a hunt yeah, and start looking at course. tags. Like we just started applying for, you know, I was going to ask if you guys are like, already like, doing oh, that yeah. stuff. And so you know, that's kind of like the excitement that kind of keeps it going. And then I get like, oh, I got to get out there and shoot. Like, and I start like, you know, putting arrows down the range and just trying to do it. So it's kind of become a, an addiction somewhat. yeah <laughs> like you said like, like some people come in here they're just super obsessive i'm definitely one of them you know mm -hmm. but it's a, a good fresh outlet i guess so yeah i got uh i got stalked by mountain lion that trip too so well yeah i was in a um we, we were doing we had a couple blinds that we had set up and okay. we had cameras facing the blinds um one night like trail cams yeah trail cams okay yeah, exactly so so one night i'm i i thought i heard some movement around around the the blind comes to we come to find out that when we checked the cameras after i left to go back to the quad 
about five minutes later, you could see a cat, you know, oh, walking gosh. in that same direction. So the rest of the trip, these guys were really were making fun of me over the radio, like, oh, oh, we think we see something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little, little eerie, but that dude, that would funny. be freaky. Yeah, they're, you know, we we haven't seen cats out there, but we saw you know, print. You know, they're there. We, we saw, saw a print. big, big fresh yeah. print, like after we had kind of cruised up a trail and just like right after us, like something yeah. came cruising through, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. We just told ourselves that was probably there before we got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had that one time. It's kind of a side story, but uh, one time I'd gone up to kind of an area, Kennedy Meadows, which is kind of like central okay. California, kind of like southern Sierras. And uh, when I was kind of looking at like scouting the area for deer and kind of areas we could go hunt up there, I started kind of running across all these same things on the Google searches that were like running me into like, you know, Bigfoot. There's all these stories about Bigfoot. And I was like, dude, these people are tripping, dude. Like, what are they talking about, Bigfoot? So I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything to my wife. I didn't say anything. There's another couple that was going with us. We're going to go scout up there and just do a little camping, like hiking trip. And I could just go glass and just check stuff out. So I don't tell anybody this stuff. And then we start to drive up there. And we start to go way back into the, like, the Sierras on this dirt road. And someone had like a, like a sign that was kind of like people crossing the road. And someone had painted it into like Bigfoot. Oh, and, yes. Like, Amy was like, what's that? And I was like. So I didn't tell you, but and I kind of told her like all the stuff I'd found. And so when we got to the camp spot, the car behind us, the couple that was with us, they were like, did you guys see that sign back there? <laughs> so we just kind of laughed about it. Didn't think anything of it. The next morning, wake up and there was bear tracks all around our mm. tents. Oh, wow. And then we went, hiked, glassed all day, came back and we were just popped a beer at kind of sunset. And we heard this noise off in the distance. And it was kind of like a growl snare type thing. And it was all the same noises I had read about, like a Bigfoot, huh. like a growl, growl. And we were like, what was that? <laughs> and then, like, we all like, kind of like looked at each other and we're like, you guys ready for bed? Or like, <laughs> like, no, like we all were tripping. It was like so funny. And the reason I tell that story is because the first time we went to Arizona, like I did, I started reading about jaguars and mountain mm. lions and stuff. And I didn't tell Anna because I did, I wanted her to come. Oh. So I didn't want to tell oh, her. I was gosh. like, I just was like, no, it's cool. Like, don't worry. It's yeah, totally safe. So do you believe in Bigfoot? After that, after that trip, man, I don't know. No, I, I want to believe. I want to believe. It was I want to believe. It was literally the noise that it made was identical to the stories I had read. I'm, I'm like 99% I, sure it was just the bear that had been. On a separate trip, I have my own experience. Backpacking. <laughs> oh, backpacking. Gosh. In the same area, Eastern Sierras. But yeah, just it was scary as hell. And it was in the like one in the morning, one thirty in the morning. You start seeing stuff that's not there. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were actually we were actually sleeping by a creek, and there was a repetitive uh, sound as if someone was picking up like a ten pound boulder and throwing it into the creek. It would, you could hear the water like I'm sold. Bounce up, believe, man, believe. It was like it was like every twenty seconds. Every twenty seconds, there would be another so to where I was in a tent and I was underneath this tree and i'm like i started cussing oh no you ain't you ain't getting me and i was like oh hell and i started waking up my buddy like do you hear this shit i love it he's like i don't know man i don't know i just want to live and yeah it's just yeah that's the fun like, stuff that, about going it was outdoors. freaky you know like yeah. you always come back with stories like it's always like it was freaky it was big going foot. outside it's always sure. always it was fun big man i mean i think uh 
do you guys have any trips planned? Do you guys still hunt? Are you have ambitions? To get no, out when, when are you guys going out? I'll talk <laughs> uh, yeah, August, so August. I, I'm applying to med school this year. I'm getting married, trying to find an apartment. So not this year. I know, right? That's that's what I feel like every time I say that. It's I was telling them earlier, it's honestly hard to not feel bad about doing things that you enjoy because then you feel like you're wasting time, but you're not. Cause then you go out and do it and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that. For sure. But yeah, financially, everything like that. Um, 100% it is happening next year. <laughs> it, it can't wait any longer. Cause I've gone on three hunts now. Um, and I haven't been successful with deer yet. You know, we've done smaller stuff with my dad and all that, but, um, honestly, like you said, every time I've learned so much and I've done it kind of different every time. The first time we did it just in, um, just in a blind, you know, in right state up. state or out yeah, of state? Yeah, yeah, all okay. in state. That's another thing too. Okay. Uh, it's hard. It's hard in California. California <laughs> There's very, a struggle. Very, very hard. Uh, and then the next one, um, gosh, where do we go? I don't know. I'll get back to that when I remember. And then the last <laughs> one we went on. Oh, I remember. It was uh, we went uh, close here too. I think that one was in D11, and the last one we went to was D14. D11, uh, we ended up running into some people, and we only had one day to go that year. And it completely got blown by people that were out in an area where they weren't supposed to have guns and they were just shooting all over the place. And oh, uh, we ended terrible. up leaving saturated California. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then the last, the last year that I went, uh, we actually saw something, but it was just way too far for either of us to take a shot. Was but it that, Bigfoot? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was Bigfoot, but that was, that feeling was amazing. And it, it sucks that I haven't gotten back out there yet. Yeah, you know, I'm planning. I want. I want to go out this next year too. Probably not for deer. I'm going to Cabo this summer. My aunt owns a tackle shop down in Cabo, so, awesome. so we're gonna oh, do dude. some fishing there. Yeah, um, I'm available. I bet <laughs> you are. And I want a bobcat. Uh, oh yeah, that's, that's what I want. I had a bobcat tag, but didn't see one that. Yeah, time, I but... bought one, and now they're yeah. on. Uh, they're on hold for the yeah, yeah. count, the census. Oh, that sucks. Census count. Gotta get them up. Yeah. There. Gosh. Oh well. <laughs> I've I've seen them. I won't tell you where, but I've seen it. <laughs> well, actually, when that's we were why leaving, I bought a tag because I saw one and I was like, when we were leaving that tag. trip, walking back to the Jeep that day, because I, I can't remember if we went, I think we went a couple of days. Um, that thing stalked us all the way back to the car. Yeah. And I didn't have a tag and I was like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 15 feet from that thing, you know? Mm. So they, they know better. He's, yeah. He's I was like 100 yards from mine and no. he didn't know we were there. We were hunting birds. I've said too much. <laughs> I know much. exactly. Where <laughs> I had a guide not too long ago. He was he was asking me about a bow fishing setup. He's like, "Well, yeah, can I can I shoot birds out of the sky with it?" Oh, my oh God. gosh! <laughs> I could just imagine. You, you should have said, "Well, yes, you can during season." <laughs> Super illegal. <laughs> no, is it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's got it's like a yeah. It's got a line on it. You can't do that. Oh, I thought I thought just archery in general. On oh birds. yeah, you can do uh, that. Can yeah, still yeah. shoot birds. Yeah, I was the like, flu but yeah, okay. So you can't you can't use a bow fishing uh, bow. <laughs> no, no, to no, shoot a bird. no fishing birds yeah. out of the sky. I mean, that'd be awesome if it like you got it and it started flapping away and it's like a right? kite. You know, you're like just hand over hand. I think you're onto something there. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's modify a bow fishing bow. Bring that up, dude. That's crazy. That's funny. <sighs> but yeah, I, I do need I need to get it back out there for sure. And just like I said earlier, you guys have jazzed me up for it. So I'm super nice, excited dude. to get back out. Nice. So are you going to apply uh, this June for California deer tag? Probably not California. Just like Kaylee was talking about how saturated it is. I'd rather just make the drive over to Arizona. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, almost in our backyard. And 
a lot easier to deal with. Well, you could still buy a tag this year. You're right. You have August. Just make him do it. August and December. I'm <laughs> inviting back. him right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. August and December. I don't know if Jason's going to make it out in August. He said it's too damn hot for his. <laughs> yeah. for his when we went, we went in August and it was really there. green. It was actually, we got lucky that Don't year. tell him that. Nah, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be super hot. It's going to be in you. So yeah, let's, let's, let's put a plan we'll, together. We'll figure something out. All right. Absolutely. Yeah, the fun stuff about going to hunt camp is you know the camaraderie the fun people going mm-hmm. to hang out and telling stories it's always a good time i mean that's the, the beauty of it it's we, not it's not for everybody but it's yeah. just it's fun you know it's I we could throw it. a gofundme oh page. god oh now we're talking you know what i'm like saying it. yeah this shit gets expensive <laughs> do it <laughs> all right guys so ian needs to get to arizona <laughs> we need to get him there Poor okay ian. <laughs> so funny yeah yeah we'll get you out there I'd like to get my future husband sucked into it, too, because he loves gun shooting, and he's kind of gotten into the archery stuff, but it'd be super cool to take him on a hunt. When you got your loved ones with you, I mean, it makes a whole lot. My dad loves it, too. I mean, my dad, he wants to be there for the first time, too. So, yeah, he'll definitely be there. I feel like Jason and I, on both of our hunts that we went to Arizona, if we had a a rifle in our hand, we would both be leaving with, with deer. I mean, it's not the same, though. It's no, I could already no. feel that and I haven't gotten one yet. And I could already tell I, I just from YouTube videos. I don't even want to <laughs> I don't even want to watch any YouTube videos where there's a rifle. If it looks like a cool hunt and then I select it and then they have rifles on the shows. I'm like, next, yeah. let's go to a bow hunting one because, yeah, that's really what excites me. Oh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. More primitive, more intimate and just yeah, getting sure. that close sure. and them not knowing you're there. Yeah. Like you said, more, more intimate, yeah, and more it takes, primitive. And I yeah. talked about it in kind of a previous episode. Ridiculous. Like it takes everything going right. And then in like bringing it back to archery, you have to do all your shot process mm-hmm. exactly right and have it dialed in and you're doing with something that's maybe moving or is kind of like sketchy or with you being there. And so it just adds so many elements, but that's, Fun and that's Could you imagine being around like a few hundred years ago when they had no compounds, <laughs> sticks and stones, and these guys were getting it done? You know, it's. But it's, also back then, I mean, every like you grew up. Yeah. That's as soon as you could pull on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could pull on your your mom's uh you know loincloth, then you you can pull up. <laughs> hey mom. Dad's taking you out to pull a bow at that yeah. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you're you're meant to hunt at that at that age or from that culture. <laughs> but, yeah, I would say if the, if the if the Native Americans had compound bows, it would be a completely different country right now. Dude. You know? <sighs> God. Cuz I mean they took down buffalo. They took down bison, yeah. buffalo. Yeah. Uh, that's wild. That's Crazy. wild to me. Love it. That's what's fun. And I homemade. enjoy I can't wait to see what the technology like you said they keep changing mm-hmm. it every year. I, I don't know what they're going to do. It keeps it keeps getting crazier and crazier and I'm excited. Because I'm still jazzed about it and want to learn more. Well, they need to stop coming up with stuff because I'm spending too much money. So. <laughs> yeah, our tabs. Yeah. <laughs> new bows. Need a new bow. You guys were trying to sell me one already, man. I was like, all right. No. Not yeah, trying. You, you knew you what know, I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That's yeah. your, that was your boy. That was your boy trying to sell you. Because Don't start I, blaming us. Well, <laughs> well I, you know, I know, you know, you haven't shot that, that RX-7, yeah, no, that cool. Hoyt RX-7. And I was like, Jason, I've shot this. You got to try to shoot it. It is it is unbelievable. It's like the best uh, Hoyt bow that I've ever shot, and uh, that I've ever tested. And dude, yeah, how cool is that? Oh, I mean, it's rad. you I... get to try like a PSC. Uh, you guys have Prime Matthews. Yeah, we got uh, Matthews Prime Elite. We got Bowtech PSC Hoyt. I mean, we're a dealer with basically everybody, um, and we try to stock stock the big ones. But and like Diamond Archery yeah. too, which is also a Bowtech brand, and then. 
Yeah, what some, else? Something mission. for everybody. I guess you guys don't carry any bear. Uh, we're a dealer with them. It's just okay. it's tough to stock. I mean, the list that I named off is already. Quite I know large, you are. So you only have so many space on so much space on the wall. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, you guys have a plethora of arrows in here. <laughs> Both I wish I wish we had more. I wish we had more. You know, this the the COVID's been issues, funny. Man. You know, so it's but I mean, yeah, we've got a little bit of everything. Recurves. You guys sell targets in here. Yeah, I got a Rambo bike over there. <laughs> For we were reason. we were looking on that at that at, you know seventy five miles on a charge thirty miles an hour. So are you serious? Mm -hmm. Seventy five miles. That's what they claim. I've never I haven't tested it myself. But. Does that change if you go uphill? Uh, pedal assist. All right, all right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna take that for a spin. But first, I'm gonna get another beer. You Sounds guys good need, to me. You yeah. guys need one? Yeah. All right. Have another one. Peace. The beers are full. Or ranch already, waters. We already all opened them up. We already yeah. were too excited. We all opened them up. Cheers, opened them guys. up on the break. Ranch waters are full. I got the spicy one. Shout out to the guy who uh, couldn't handle the spicy <laughs> Not me. One. Not me. No, We're I, not going to name I, his I just, name. I just heard a story. You know, I just heard a story before we started recording River tonight. Has it. River that, has it. Oh, ranch water. Hope it's not the spicy one, but I'm drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Not throwing up. We have to make sure he listens to this. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> snap no sorry buddy <laughs> no that's it no that's... but you guys have some good people who work yeah. here just yeah. to touch upon that uh whoever's in charge of hiring it's pretty cool uh because <laughs> you know that the new guy fernando he's yeah. rad yeah he's pretty cool yeah. guy yeah. always has a smile on his face and that's super important for uh you know that 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 employee morale and that company morale because when you see someone you know over here having a good time and he's uh, pulling on some bows and making people laugh. I mean, it's just it's it's contagious. So I'm sure he's going to appreciate you saying that. Um, but, you know, that's that's one of the big things about the shop. And I'm sure everybody else here is real proud of it. But the customer service, I think, is one of the most important things that we yeah. can, that we can offer. You know, so having having good good people around you um, just makes the day go by easier. And yeah. I've seen and I've seen um, employees, you know, come and go. Um, mm -hmm. Was his name Chris? The white. The white yeah, 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 Chris. Chris. From PSE now. I mean, he was really. He does. He's actually. He's actually in Votech. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't talked to him in a little while, but. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's, he's a, a real really good guy. Really good guy. I remember him when I first started coming in here and stuff, and you know, very knowledgeable. Just whoever you guys have, um, you guys are, you know, whoever's hiring, you guys keep it up. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's really, really cool. No, proofs here. in the pudding. You know, we kind of I ribbed Adrian at the beginning. You know, just kind of saying that you know, kind of what happened, and, but you guys turned that thing around and made it happen. You know, it's yeah. awesome. That's like, and Very that's fortunate, good. actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I'm being honest, he's yeah. disclaiming that because he's saying it might not happen again. <laughs> but still, like, I think oh, it, I it, it was well. cool. And I, I was, I joked with Adrian when I was like, "Well, make sure your binoculars don't break." Cause you're still coming on the trip, and you can glass for me, dude. Yeah. I was but, ready. Uh, no, that, that's super cool because I think that's that's important. That's what you guys are here for, right? And that's why people come oh, here. Absolutely. And that's how you build like loyalty with your customers, especially with archery, because people like to tinker, right? And they like yeah. want to change stuff and they want to come back and they're like, Oh, how's this new site? This I saw this one. This site is working, but it's not great. Like, oh, my peep is a little off or my mm. whatever. And then you know, we're all tinkers. What'd you say? Like, what, what's the phrase about tinkering? Like, I can't remember what it would never stop tinkering. Oh, always be tinkering. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. A, a, B, T, and, and sometimes unnecessarily too, yeah. you know? yeah. <laughs> which is important too. Cause like, you know, like as a geek, you start geeking out on it and right. you start to like take your, yourself down the, the wrong path. And then we come in here and you're like, no, 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 you don't want to do that. You don't need to do that. Might, might as well try it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that, dude. So 
before our hunting trip, our first one in Arizona, I come in here and I'm like, Ian, what do you think about expandable broadheads? He's like, I don't know. Give it a try. Let me know yeah. what you think. <laughs> yeah, I like to make guinea pigs out of our customers. Yeah. So. He's like, are, are, what do you think of these Rage, you know, uh, you know, expandables? I don't know. Give them a try. They look cool. I've never used them. So then I was like, all right, I'll take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to compliment Ian a little bit here. He's always been good at, at uh, you know, one, making customers feel good, and two, I forgot where I was going with that. That makes makes me feel good. (laughs) But no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Ian's always been really good at, at, you know, keeping everybody confident in what they're doing. And that's the biggest thing because, you know, like he said, there's so many different things that could work for that specific person. There's not necessarily a right way. So you have to remember that when you're doing all this stuff, just because we know what we're doing doesn't mean that you know. Yeah. And on the same token, um, you guys have already put in more hunting experience than I have. You know, so I would I, at this point, I would have to like lean towards you guys to give me some more like firsthand experience. You know, so it's well, come on, buddy. I'm, I mean, <laughs> let's go let's figure it out. You know, I like I, I'm like a very unprofessional professional. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I hear all these stories and stuff and I feel like I can walk the walk. But I, you know, I just got to do it. That's yeah, the yeah. whole thing. So, you know, you guys you guys have been great so far. And I'd like to I like to see how it keeps going. No, it's super fun and just enjoyable, right? Like we're having fun learning and, and sharing totally. the, the, the process and stuff. And that's kind of the whole thing is we're just trying to share our process of mm-hmm. learning and kind of hopefully that excitement comes through and people pick up on it and kind of Yeah, because like, we just we started the podcast before we ever deer hunted. And so literally people listening is like being with us as we started our deer hunting experience and yeah and i told adrian the other day we were geeking out on like you know, or bow bow like, hunting for yeah, deer bow hunting and like we were joking about like talking about like arrow grain weight and stuff and we mm-hmm. were like geeking like going down the rabbit hole with oh, yeah. it and i was like dude i kind of stopped us i was like dude like think about a year ago we weren't talking we didn't even know uh-huh. about this and yeah. now we're like in on it talking about it and now you kind of know the technicalities and you're like you can kind of tweak it a little bit and see like how will this change how will this go but it takes the experience to learn and like you have to shoot a bunch and, and you have to mess up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so I've done that. Kind of... I've messed up. <laughs> we all have. Yeah. Cheers to messing up. Cheers. We've all done it. More than something we'd like to admit sometimes. Learning and messing up. <laughs> Cheers to that. Well, I think it's, it's super fun to, to come in here and talk to you guys. I think, uh, you know, you guys, it really shines through. Um, just talking to you guys like the the camaraderie that's here the the, the atmosphere that's in here and kind of the way you guys take care of i people. love the demographic like for instance we had there was a youth would you what'd you call it yo, joad joad i was like yoad <laughs> i almost said yoad like <laughs> youth olympic youth Rowad. No, uh, uh so joad you know we we you had the parents shooting with the kids mm-hmm. and i love the demographic you're hitting i mean it's anyone who who wants to shoot there's yeah. a, there's an option for you um you know even down to a crossbow where you just have to pull a trigger um which for someone hunting with disabilities Correct. that is oh, yeah. that is awesome that's amazing you can still put it down with an arrow yeah a little um, clarification you can't hunt with a crossbow during archery during, season only during rifle season mm, unless you have that disability tag correct uh, and we can sell them we can work on them but we can't let you shoot them so 
just but, disclaimer. Yeah, and just to add to that too, that made me think. Uh, one of my best friends came in here for an archery lesson because uh, I had a club at school, and I was like, "Come on, guys, come to my work, see what I do." And I gave him a lesson, and she has two arms that are significantly different in length, and she just was like, right off the bat, like, "I'm not gonna be able to do it. I'm not gonna be able to do it." And I was like, "You know what? Let's just try a left-handed bow." And she did amazing the whole time. And wow. I think people just they don't understand how much you can do here. Or I've seen people that shoot that are completely blind. Mm -hmm. And I do like the disability for sports festival and stuff like that. And, you know, even kids on the spectrum and all of that, this sport is so universal and it's just so cool to see people that thought they could never do yeah, anything like I, that. I agree. That's super cool to, to see, um, the diversity and the, the, just the wide open come from any background any you know physical height stature whatever um it, it's a it's a sport for every, everyone mm -hmm. i think i don't know if he still has the record but the guy that has the record for the most the longest most the longest accurate shot has no uh no arms yeah what? so yeah yeah matt stutzman Everybody, no way. yeah check him out yeah uh, yeah he pulls his arrows he shoots he uses his feet you know so wow. no help at all from anyone 35 um, inch drawing yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a stud for sure you made yeah, me want to quit no that's really cool i mean the everyone you could reach here is pretty cool so um to our listeners out there if you're looking to get into archery stop by riverside archery they are uh conveniently located <laughs> in riverside california yeah i think like i actually on that note like i think there's so many people that you've kind of referred and got just you specifically yeah like, you've kind of like been such like hyped it up and like been so excited my buddy that, like, gabe bought a, a bow here buddies years yeah years have all like kind of like gotten into it it's pretty they, cool to they see. totally have um yeah my sister-in-law her husband and then our friend Paul, they all bought bows. Our, our um, clientele, a lot of is 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 word of mouth. Yeah, you know, we're we kind of trickle off of that. Mm -hmm, we're right. kind of tucked away down here in downtown Riverside. So unless you like really look for us, it's gonna be hard to find. But but again, the, the word of mouth thing, it goes a long way. So we appreciate all you guys. Well, when I first started coming in, you guys had a group on. Is that still a thing? It is. Uh, with that being said, we've all year long we've been booked out at least two months in advance for lessons. Oh, okay. We Good have lessons know. every day. We're open. So you're more than welcome to come into the shop. And actually, we encourage to come into the shop. If you want a structured lesson, though, be prepared to wait. Wait about a month or two. Totally worth it. Um, but Absolutely. We'd, we'd, love to, we'd love to see everybody in here. So you, so I can, like, let's say I've never shot before. I'm going to come in and uh, want to shoot. I have to take that first lesson. And... Yes, in order to be able to come back and rent equipment gotcha. again on your own. Okay. But if you want to shoot a bow once or twice, we would love to set one up for you, let you try it. You know, I mean, it's that first arrow that we were talking about earlier, you know, we love seeing it. So come down. Cool. Cool. And Great. if you write free range tails on a piece of paper, stick it in my pocket. I'll give you guys 10%. <laughs> hey. But you have to stick it in his pocket, right? <laughs> hey. Look at that. That is funny, man. That's hilarious. We're getting street cred right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't thank you guys enough for, for doing the show. We appreciate it. You know, kind of giving a little little props to the uh, to the shop here. And thank you guys again, you know, for, for taking care of my boy here and getting <laughs> set up and getting him back out See, there. See, it's and... still funny to him. You know? <laughs> it's funny to me, too. So. We, all, we all know why he's giggling right now. It's because I dry fired my bow. Yeah, welcome to the club. Rule oh. number yeah. one. Rule number one. No, we, again, we, we can't thank you guys enough. It's super cool. We're going to give you guys, you guys have like Instagram or anything like that or kind of like, 
shop like where can people find you guys uh honestly the best way to stay updated with the store is through our instagram which is riverside archery ca so abbreviation for california uh that's probably what we update most we try and post pictures of our 3d shoot on thursday nights um if you ever want to just come in here and do anything with us that's probably the best way to get interaction uh we put up little bear targets and mountain lions and we got an ian target here too oh, that you can oh, shoot yeah. I <laughs> see that. The, the zombie one the zombie one uh stuff like that or you know when lessons open up and all that we try and stay as interactive as possible so yeah tag us in your photos we'll throw them up on our awesome for sure yeah, yeah we'd we'll love to brag about you guys give you guys a shout out for and sure. we got 13 lanes over here at 20 yards right that's right yep. i say i say we because i feel such a part <laughs> of the shout. Yeah, you're here part of the family dude. part of the family <laughs> Ian still hasn't called me his friend yet. Uh, <laughs> great, what a customer. great customer. <laughs> Adrian's great, though. One he day. always has a smile on his face, and he just makes my day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> definitely helps Haley. being a nice guy to get your Bowtech fixed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just got to flirt with Ian I, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Ian's one of those persons that if he makes fun of you, he likes you. So yeah, exactly. Make fun you're of me in. all yeah, you you're want. In, dude. Yeah. We'll heckle away. Dude. I'll we'll blow away. up my bow as much as I can. <laughs> Job security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fun down here in Riverside, guys. Come on down. Check them out. You know, pick up a bow and shoot it over here. Bring your kids. Yeah. Do that. yeah. Bring your kids. Because sure. really, that's the future of bow yeah. hunting or mm -hmm. archery or the Olympics. <laughs> Bring your kids down and have them shoot a bow. Fling a couple arrows. Yeah, absolutely. With some really cool people over here. All right on, guys. Thanks again. Thank no, you, thank Kaylee. You. Thank, really you. thank you, Ian. Take care, guys. You too. Peace. Later.